At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there. Welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host, and I'm the author of the book called How to Be a Better Person. The pandemic really upped our screen time. And all that time looking at our devices meant more texting and emailing, meaning we all have more messages to respond to now. Also, we got used to being available and responding quickly to all these messages, but now we're fatigued, which means you can pick up your phone. Maybe you leave your phone on the charger and go to the grocery store, you know, and come back. And all of a sudden there's like 50 notifications because one of your group chats has really popped off while you were gone. Or you could try and take some downtime over the weekend and not check your email. And then Monday morning you feel really inundated and feeling like you're letting people down because they are expecting responses from you, but you're just not able to keep up with it. It's not just me, right? So I have a solution. And that is let's collectively come together and normalize longer response times. This idea is part of a week of episodes where I'm really focusing on recalibrating how we're doing things now that we're three years into the pandemic and we're in the last stages of summer where you can feel fall getting ready to come swinging in like Miley Cyrus on her wrecking ball. What are some little tweaks that we could make now that would help us achieve what we wanted to achieve this year and even more importantly, feel how we want to feel at this point in time and put us on a path to somewhere that we want to be in the future that's coming around the corner. So as we ponder what we want to do differently in the months to come, my suggestion to take our stress levels down is to just be cool, all of us, with electronic communications taking a little longer. I mean, let's talk about reality. I found an article on the BBC website that texting went up by 40% during the pandemic. It was a way for us to stay connected, but now we've gotten used to a whole lot of texting that happens in big flurries because we haven't had that much to distract us and we were responding very quickly, but now we've got this fatigue and this burnout from being on call and being having the pressure to be responsive, especially with texts. Texts have an expectation of a quick response, but we can't keep up with the volume. So let's talk about how to buy yourself more time to respond to texts, but also emails without coming off as unreliable or rude. I've got six ways to buy yourself more time to respond without being a jerk right after this break. Welcome back. Okay, let's talk about these ways that we can buy ourselves a little bit more time and make a longer response time to electronic communications be okay. 
The first is to set expectations with people. So tell people that you are in regular communication with that you're trying to only check your phone and email a couple of times a day, and it can take you a little longer to respond to stuff than maybe they might expect, but you're still going to be on it. You know, this is really convenient to do when you start working with a new client or getting to know a new friend or maybe starting to date someone new. Just have a little bit of a conversation like, hey, are you one of those right back right away texters? I actually tend to take a couple of hours, but I do always get back to people, but I'm not being rude. So step number two ties in with this. And before you can set expectations, actually, it's helpful to think about what's reasonable. How long do you think it's okay to go without getting a response? Different people will have different tolerances. Do you feel like you can commit to clearing out all your text messages by the end of the day? Will you try and look at it a couple of times a day? Or do you want people to know that if they text you on Monday, you might not be able to get back to them until Tuesday or even Wednesday, and that's normal for you? You can also have a dialogue with people, especially people that you're going to be texting with a lot. Could be a group text. We're like, hey, y'all, I love it when our conversation takes off, but I can't always keep up. But know that I'm reading everything when I can and loving all your responses, that kind of a thing. You can also communicate your typical response times in your email signature. You can put a little line down there that tells people that you try not to check email on the weekends, for example, or that you typically respond within two business days. You can also give a little line of direction, like if you need me for something faster than my two business days, write back and put urgent in the subject line and I will see it a lot faster. Do a little bit of educating of people about how long it generally takes you to communicate back. And then another thing to do is to make peace with your own personal pace. My husband is a quick responder. He's always got his phone in his pocket. He prides himself on being quick to text back. I take longer. My phone is often on the charger because I forget to charge it or it's at the bottom of my bag. If I'm working on something and trying to focus, I'll turn off iMessages on my computer. And, you know, he and I just had to have a discussion about how long I typically take versus how long he typically takes. And it really helped me feel less bad about taking, quote unquote, too long, which feeling bad, of course, increases your stress. So let's reverse that tendency. And then speaking of feeling bad. I challenge you to not over-apologize for answering later than you think the other person may have expected. You know, we've all started these emails with something like, I'm so sorry, I'm late in responding. You know, we're just kind of normalizing the fact that responses should be instantaneous. But maybe you're not really late. Maybe you're just responding after a reasonable interval that's longer than a couple of hours. So just check yourself. Are you over-apologizing? And can you dial that back some? And then finally, don't forget to extend grace. So this includes the people who you are texting that maybe there's going to be a moment when they're not getting back to you as quickly as you would like. Send them a little grace. We can't all stay on top of all of our incoming communications in a timely manner. It's just a mathematical impossibility. Well, maybe we could if that was the only thing we had to do in our lives, but that's not the only thing we have to do in our lives. So when someone doesn't get back to you, assume that they're taking a screen time break for their mental health and not just ignoring you. (laughs) The things that we do for others makes it easier for us to do for ourselves, and it can also help you 
carry around less stress that you're not getting back to people quickly enough. So is there something I forgot, a way to normalize a longer response time or just find more peace around answering all your texts and emails? I would love to hear it. Send me an email at kate at beabetterpersonpodcast.com and I will share your tips in my newsletter or on a future podcast episode if you give me permission, of course, and I will ask you once you email me. Okay. Tomorrow, I hope you'll come back because I am sharing a really fun and super effective way to trick yourself into doing the things that you avoid. Come on back. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 